Hello stars, this is your host G, bringing you another Star 47 podcast. Today we're on episode 6, Mind Control Psychic Magic 101. This is a very hot subject and perhaps the most fun to talk about because you can really get a lot of insight into this spiritual process and some of the rewards of your spiritual practice, um, in my opinion, begin to deal with, you know, the understanding of magic and the psychic powers, if you will. So let's get into it. Quite simply, the very first thing you should understand, and I talked about this in the previous episode, um, in the seven laws of our infinite universe, the very first law, and these laws are not made up. This is ancient, documented, uh, scientific, magical, alchemical study from priests and priestesses, and I'm sure very advanced magicians who had nothing else to do they didn't have iphones they didn't have facebook and snapchat to distract them every day so they had a lot of free time on their hands to build pyramids and wonders of the world and study these advanced concepts that we consider in our society now as taboo or pseudoscience and make-believe you know so just think if you had that much time on your hands, the things you could accomplish, given that you didn't have the distractions that you do. So the very first law is the all is mine. The universe is mental. Once you understand that. Pretty much everything else kind of snowballs into each other, even the other laws uh which I won't go into detail here. You can just check out the other podcast and get some brief breakdown of each one before you begin your own study and your own research on these seven laws and see where it connects to you in your life. So when dealing with magic and understanding that the all that all is mine, you would automatically from a modern perspective have to deal with certain um, pieces of psychology and the subject of psychology, you know, in general. So I would recommend to study psychology as well, right? Carl Jung, Sigmund Freud, people of that nature, okay? So there are many more, but those two will get you started and get you on a great fast track. So, what is mind control? Mind control, in the context of our discussion being magic and psychic power, mind control, at one point, before you were aware of the things that we've discussed in our podcast, was what was being done to you on a daily basis. 
So how is mind control being done to you? Now, first thing you got to understand, if you just said, if you're one of those people that says, well, mind control doesn't work or it's not real. Well, that means it's working on you because obviously if you're under mind control, you're not going to know that you're under mind control. So it's a paradox in itself. Okay. You have to understand that your education and awareness into this subject is what gives you the ability to counteract it. If you're completely ignorant and you have no clue what mind control is, of course it's going to work on you. Of course it will work on you because you don't even know what to look for. You don't know how it works. But if you were given a flashlight and able to observe the different techniques and different strategies that involve mind control, then you could essentially filter some of the adverse effects, which we're going to talk about. So quite simply, the mind works on symbolism. We visually in the mind, we interpret these symbols or these forms, these geometrical shapes, right? Or these energies that take on these forms. Okay, because remember, all is mind, right? So if all is mind and everything is made of these atoms or these vibrations, right? These um, these cells or these forces, that means when you combine or you can collect enough of it or enough of that stuff, you will create something or something will begin to exist from nothing, okay? Right now in your mind, right, all of the uh, imaginary superheroes or um, your idea of a perfect life, that technically is nothing. It's not real. It's not tangible. It's not physical. It's invisible, until you make it real, until you go out into the world and you seek your desires and you fulfill them and you create this life for yourself or situations, circumstances, whatever the case may be. So this is kind of the basic idea is if I can put something in your mind, in your head, in your source where you create everything, it will eventually become something. Even though to you right now, even what I'm saying probably seems like it's nothing. It seems minimal. It seems silly, maybe. But that's really where the power is. Because regardless if you believe it or not, there's a part of you called the subconscious mind or the unconscious or the part of you that is sleeping or is not aware per se on a uh, a actual physical level. But what it is, is it's a receiver, right? It's, it's where your programming rests. So you don't have to think to breathe. You don't think to blink. You don't, every day you don't wake up and go, okay, I'm going to blink every three seconds. 
You don't think that. You don't uh, plan that out. It's an unconscious or a subconscious effect or mechanism, right? So that part of you does not understand the difference between a physical reality and a non-physical reality or basically fiction and fantasy. It cannot tell the difference. That's why you pay your money to go see Superman fly. There's no man on earth that can fly. But you go and pay $20 and popcorn and get a drink to suspend your belief in order to be entertained by this character or this archetype, this hero figure doing otherworldly things. Because remember, as we talked about, all is mind, universe is mental. In your mind, you can fly. In your mind, you can walk through walls. In your mind, you can swim underwater without gear. You can fly into the deepest parts of space in an instant manner. As a matter of fact, probably as I'm saying these things, speaking them to you, you're visualizing it as I'm saying. You're probably seeing yourself do those actions. That is mind control. That's so simple, yet very effective. I can say something and make you see it in your head. And remember, that is where everything begins. That is the source of your creation. So if I can infiltrate the part of you Remember, you're not aware until I said it. You weren't aware that you were even thinking these things so quickly. However, that's the magic or that's the mind control. I'm implanting a command or an energy or a force or a form or an image into your head and making it become something. So when I said Superman, you probably visualize Superman doing something super. That's it. That's really how simple it can be. At least that verbal technique. There's other techniques that we'll talk about in a minute. But as you can see, the mind is very powerful, yet it can be tricked or it can be given a veil or an illusion. And often in the occult and magic, there is always um, this talk of removing the veil or uh, piercing through this veil, right? And quite simply, to my understanding, uh, that veil is our conscious ego thinking, our rational understanding or that the it's a filter right it's like a filter from the most powerful part of our mind being the 90 percent, the unconscious versus the 10 percent that you give in tithes and offering right the conscious mind that uh allows you to have a personality um you know your different tastes and interests your talents and things like that so it's a little um uh, 
more complex than most people would understand, but it is kind of simple uh, at its core. So with mind control, all of the labels and the logos that we see on a daily basis, those images stay with you on an unconscious level. So if I say quick trip, or um, uh, BP gas station, more than likely you could think of the logo, even though you're not there at the moment, you're not at the gas station, um, you're not, or if I say Walmart, right? You'll see the Walmart brand logo. That's what they want you to do. That's how they stay with you and make you feel an attachment to this entity. Remember, even in business, when you um, when you own um, you know, your business, they call you a business entity because you are a force and that force generates a current or currency. So remember, all is mind, universe is mental. So everything we do as human beings, whether you're aware of it or not aware of it, you're still acting out this play, right? This, um, it's like you can think of life almost as a movie. Right. This grand irony, you know, these synchronicities and these instantaneous, spontaneous events that just happen to each and every one of us, regardless of who you are on the planet. We are experiencing these infinite forces or these infinite energies. But remember, if you're nothing, you you can't necessarily experience nothing. You have to become something. So you become human. You become physical. You become a form. You become whatever, right? Remember, even statues and our walls are made of atoms and these, these uh, electrons. So they have a charge. They have a vibration. Granted, it might be slower than yours, but it still has a spirit. It still has a mind. All is mind. The universe is mental. You have to drill that into your head. It will open so many doors for you in life. So many doors. <laughs> so. When we. Experience love or anger. Uh, or fear. That energy existed before creation. All energies existed before a physical creation. Time doesn't exist in the mind. That's why when you are with your partner and you have intercourse, y'all have sex. It will seem like. Y'all have been going for maybe an hour and it could have been 15 minutes or vice versa. It could have been 15 minutes, but felt like two hours. So there's no here nor there. Remember, God is omnipotent. I'm not here nor there. I'm everywhere at the same time. I am the all and all is mine. So. These forces 
are aspects of our most deepest primordial, meaning before creation, being, right? It's it's a part of us even before you were um, who you are as a human being. So our um, our lifestyle choices, our belief systems, our diets, our uh, preferences, you know, our looks, our feelings, all of these things are how the energies are basically working or manifesting and combining in your life. Now, remember, it's infinite. So there are unlimited combinations and possibilities for your reality. And it's not right nor wrong. It's based upon your own perspective, really, because it's your mind. We share one mind, but you can configure your section of it or your area or your flow right your your vibration you can configure that to your own liking but by doing so you're really that's why they say everyone has a purpose all um divine paths lead to enlightenment so every path is valid so you're merely fitting in with your piece into this super large puzzle for example if i'm a musician and all i do is play music i you know i have a band and i do uh shows and tour <laughs> my job in the universe or my energy job in the universe was to make music right simple or if i'm a coach like a, a sports coach my energy, right? The events that led up in my life, no matter what, more than likely, was gonna lead me to that point of expressing the energy of a musician or expressing the energy of a coach, a sports coach, or a dancer, or whatever, right? Whatever you like to do. You're expressing this cosmic force that existed before creation. So that is why people look at their zodiac, right? And their chart and all of these influences of energy because the 12 zodiac signs, which are animalistic in nature, the Libra, which is not the, which is mainly the only one that's not animal or human, the Libra is actually connected to the donkey, right? So that's the animal for that constellation. So all of these 12 influences, if you read your astrological chart, will have a different effect on your psyche or on your energy signature of whoever you are. So G... I've done martial arts my whole life. So you could say whether I and before I even knew this information, 
I was inclined to do martial arts. But now that I know the occult information, I can explain the benefits of martial arts in a much deeper and a much vast way, you know, and it's almost remarkable, but it, in my, in my opinion is really the testimony to our ability to retain consciousness through lifetimes. Okay. All right. Because if the all is mine and the universe is mental and I'm mere, my body is merely a projection of my own mind or this grand mind, then that would mean even myself, right? This image of who I am, which isn't real, by the way. We're not really physical beings. You're this hallucination of chemicals and and energies, right? Of of uh, these different properties that combine and give you the experience of humanity. Basically, if there's even one thing wrong with your brain, right? Something wrong with your mind or the physical brain and the wiring doesn't, you know, uh, do what it's supposed to do, your entire reality will be shifted in an instant. And unfortunately, the medical uh, field, they give us labels, you know, you're schizophrenic, you have ADD, you have this, you're that, you're autistic, you're this, you're that. But all paths are divine. Everyone has this cosmic purpose and you're an expression of these forces no matter what. So you're still an expression of this God force, right? However, your perspective on your reality and the reality we share will be different. So that's something to, to, to take into consideration is that your path is not supposed to look like the next person's path. It's unique to you. So look at your path, look at the events that have led you to where you are in life and tell me, remember, the, another law of the universe is cause and effect. There are no coincidences. A coincidence is only the law of cause and effect unrecognized. So if you say it's just chance, that just means you don't understand cause and effect or that there's no coincidences or the true spiritual uh, pronunciation would be to coincide. Right. So. Understanding this, there's no coincidence that the sports coach, when he was a kid, he won trophies in every sport, right? All the main sports and he played them in college. He had scholarships. And by the time he was 40 years old, he was able to coach the little league team and he coached uh, junior football or baseball, whatever. So there are no accidents down here. Everything happens for a reason. Everything has a cause and everything has an effect or a result. And that is one of the laws we want to exploit with our 
magical practice. Understanding that every cause has an effect means that if you do certain rituals and exercises, it will definitely have an effect on your reality. Now, whether or not you can see and understand that ref that effect on your reality, that is up to you. And that comes down to your own research and study and understanding. It's going to be different for each and every one of you listening. You just have to accept and love yourself enough to understand that this is a process. It's not an overnight you're not just going to snap your fingers and all your problems are going to go away because magic. This is not how it works. It's more of a internal mechanism that you are turning on using the thing that created what we know of as our three-dimensional um, universe anyway. So let's talk about it let's get into it what is magic magic as explained by Awas or Aleister Crowley if you don't know who Aleister Crowley is you've probably been living under a rock and you should research that name Aleister Crowley he was an occultist and a magician um he is the creator of the system of Thelema, right, which is a spiritual practice, um, which was popularized in Western culture, in, you know, in America and stuff like that. Uh, but it really drew inspiration from a lot of Eastern traditions, you know, Hinduism, uh, Buddhism, you know, Taoism, things of that nature. So all of these different systems and religions, they have a piece of the puzzle that you must seek for your own greater understanding of whatever it is you are trying to understand or you're curious about. So once you combine all of that knowledge, you will have your own, and I'm using air quotes, your own religion or your own system Really, it's just your own scientific method, because remember, everyone's preferences are going to be different. So you might want to have a sports lifestyle while the other person might be a swimmer or a, or a dancer. Excuse me. So you want to make sure that you're being true to who you are and not trying to just copy something because you thought it looked cool or, you know, you just think that's the thing to do. You don't have to do that. You can. The goal is know thyself, ultimate self-awareness, ultimate self-acceptance, self-love, self-care, all of those things. So just embrace you first and foremost. In the realm of magic, Aleister Crowley, however, he explained it. Um, the definition of magic is causing change in reality using the will right so it can be a thought an emotion uh, uh you know or any like actual motion so moving your arms your legs your physical body and how that 
can have an effect on your reality, right? Change the reality. So we don't think that the ability to lift your arm and pick up an object and move it in space is magical. But you literally made the object levitate for a brief moment. You made it fly. You made it float by grabbing it with your arm. So your brain, when you when you want to pick up an object, the mind, which is separate from the brain, there's a difference between the brain and the mind. The mind exists before creation. Before the energy of a brain, which is part of the human body, was even created, there was this skeleton or this form, this astral form. Astral means star. Also, the word astral means star. So there's a connection to star 47. Um, That was part of the inspiration behind it. Also, you are really dealing with the part of us that allows us to experience this reality. You're manipulating that part of you. So you're really not changing reality. You're changing yourself. That is the real magic. Because it's very hard to convince someone who loves Jesus or thinks Jesus is real that he's not. Really think about this for a second also while we're talking about mind control and magic. And remember I told you the subconscious mind cannot understand the difference between fantasy and and reality. It doesn't know the difference. That's why when you have a dream and a monster is chasing you, you wake up in cold sweats, even though there was nothing there. There's nothing in your room. But while you were sleeping, that was happening. It was very real because all five senses were involved. You could see, you could taste, you can touch, you can feel, and you can hear. That is how we experience these energies right it's like our five senses are a filter for experience and expression of these forces so that dream where that monster was chasing you or you were falling that felt very real didn't it so you have to realize maybe what real what i call reality is a little shifty right so now this goes to show you why billions of people on our earth literally believe someone walked on water died and came back to life and one day one day if they're on if they're not on santa's naughty list He's going to come back and save you for no apparent reason at all. Even though you're probably not the best human being, you lie, you cheat, you steal, you curse, you do these things daily. So you've broken all Ten Commandments. But remember, the mind does not know the difference between real and fantasy. So it's no coincidence That people would believe that it's real when in fact it's not.
Or maybe it is. Or maybe it is. Because every cause has an effect. So, mind control and magic. The one thing that you must understand is that we are not, or you'd be hard-pressed to try to change your reality using a physical means. So if I'm trying to uh, basically win over the girl, it it could work, right? You could consider it a magical ritual, buying her flowers and uh, taking her on dates and, and things like that. Because that's going to trigger an emotional response within her, which will trigger some kind of psychological effect, thus giving you the result of a relationship. So the magical process is quite simple, and it's more broad than just what we've been told about in Hollywood, that you're going to wave a stick in the air and some ghost is going to fly out of the floor or come crashing through the ceiling and it's going to reveal all this crazy information to you or you're going to go crazy or you're going to get possessed. All of these fear-based concepts and ideas that have been programmed into you through the media, through Hollywood. That's why they show you all of the fancy special effects. Because the mind cannot tell the difference between reality and fantasy. So, what that means is, if you see someone get killed on on TV or on film, your brain actually has the exact same response as if it was happening to you. Wow, that's a that's a big, big piece of our hardwiring as humans. Kind of amazing when you think about it. But in the realm of psychic power, that means if I visualize my astral body or my spirit double, the astral body is literally a copy of you. So let's do a quick exercise for the astral body or the psychic body. Some people say it's different i'm still kind of gray on that i i believe that it's based upon your own ability and faith in yourself your power because it's all in the mind at the end of the day so right now i want you if you have time or whenever you get time take a few minutes and close your eyes you can do it with your eyes open too if there you don't have another choice, but I I believe that your eyes uh, being closed will relax your body even more. So this is a very basic psychic exercise, and it will help you to um, get into the astral projection as well. So right now, close your eyes. And in your mind, visualize just you. Just see yourself in your head. Now, what you may notice is that it's very hard to focus, right? Because our society and our 
culture, it's not built on being focused. It's not really, uh, it's not the end thing. It's not the cool thing, right? To be able to focus on one thing in your mind for a very long time because we're constantly being distracted by all these different uh, influences, you know, our phones, our jobs, um, things like that. So quite simply, you want to see yourself in your mind, see a copy of you. Now, see yourself in that form. So your thoughts and your feelings or emotions, place that into the head of your copy, your astral body or your psychic double, right? Your etheric double. See yourself in this body, in your room or wherever you are. Now, imagine that body uh, being one with you. So like you're wearing a suit and it's glowing. It can glow any color you want. There's no right or wrong answer. Remember, it's your own creative imagination. So visualize this body or your body glowing and this 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 other you, which is not physical like you. Right. And it's, it might not even look like you. It might look like an animal or somebody else completely. So think about that. You're trying to see yourself. But you can't. You can only see another person or face. So where is this coming from? Why would that happen? You know, what what is the process um, that involves, you know, our brains and this mechanism of us being able to visualize and imagine things that aren't really there? Remember, there's no difference between real and fantasy to your subconscious. So you want to be careful, too, sometimes. See this double and walk around whatever area or environment that you're in. So if you're in your house, I recommend doing it in your house first. See your room in your mind. See all the details of what's on the floor, what's on the walls. Um, and just observe your surroundings in, in this double, in this extra body, in this other you, your spirit. Walk around, have fun, walk through the wall and see what's on the other side. Go into the kitchen and see what's in there or in the bathroom. And now I want you to start doing things. And it's not enough to just see it. We want to incorporate all five senses. So feel what your door handle is like using these invisible hands, these astral hands. Feel the door handle, even though it's you're not actually touching it. Smell your room. What does your room smell like in your mind? Not with your physical nose, in the mind. Imagine the smell. What does the room sound like? So in your head, you have conversations with yourself more than likely on a daily basis. You speak to yourself. There's a voice that talks. 
and your lips don't have to be moving. But you still hear sounds, even though it's not there. That voice isn't there, but you hear it clear, clear as day. So what is the mind? What is this physical vibration we call sound? If there wasn't a physical sound being made, it was an imaginary sound. This is how we are beginning to control our own minds instead of outside influences controlling the mind for you. This is what the practice will do. So now after you get comfortable in the house, now you can get a little fancy. I want you to do something that you can't do in reality. So fly through your ceiling and look at your house from, and I'm doing this right now as I'm saying it. That's how simple it is. Fly through your roof and observe your house from the top down. Now look out into the neighborhood and see what you see. Pay attention to the details. Do not judge yourself. You've probably heard that in uh, in like a high school curriculum, right? Self-judgment and, and, and not being too hard on yourself. Don't be too hard on yourself. Go with the flow. Just trust your imagination and your mind is correct, even if it's not. It is your head after all. It is your own mind and your own thoughts. So just trust that whatever it is you're seeing is true. So if you see a red car driving down the street, just tell yourself that there's an actual red car in um, uh, in the world that's driving down your street. (laughs) You have to open yourself up to this mental flexibility and also being able to control the symbols and the images that you see. At first, focusing like that is going to be very, very difficult. But with practice and doing it just five minutes at a time, just Start with five minutes or even less than five minutes if you have to and build your way up at a minute at a time and and see how your focus improves, you know, um, as you go along with your practices. Now, it's also handy to keep a journal and write down your experiences. So what did you see? What happened? Right. What what did you hear? What was your experiences? How did it feel? Did anything change? So, this is a basic psychic projection exercise, and you can do this anywhere at any time and with anyone with a partner or something like that. But by doing that, you will begin to strengthen the visualization muscles. So, another important part of magic and mind control you have to have a meditation practice. You have to understand and know about meditation and your own personal way of meditating because everyone does it different. So I urge you, if you want to begin to do magic or psychic power stuff, you have to learn how to focus your mind. (laughs) 
because what you're doing is calling upon a specific force or frequency. So if you can't focus on that frequency and you drift off and you are calling on something you didn't mean to, and then you have uh, adverse effects, that wasn't anybody's fault. There wasn't anything that cursed you. There wasn't a demon that hates you. It was your mind that did it because the all is mine. Universe is mental. So gaining control of your mind, you'll gain control of your own universe. So once you have done this simple technique, I will share with you now a very simple ritual um, that you can do to get you started on your magical journey. All right. And this is what started me and got me started, right? I read it in a book. I don't remember the book, but I'm going to share it with you now. So, I want you to, to think of something simple, something small, maybe an item, a specific item, uh, maybe like a cup of coffee or like a dollar or a quarter, something very simple, very small. And using all these five senses that we just practiced with a, a psychic projection around the house and visualizing our, our house and our spirit body walking around the house and doing stuff, use those five senses and see this item or this thing coming to you. I, I encourage you to start something small. So if you trying to, uh, to manifest a Ferrari and you make $8 an hour, it's probably not going to happen. So let's be realistic and practical with our approach. Let's be scientific. So visualize a cup of coffee, right? And state very clearly to yourself, I will, not I want to, or I'm going to, because we want to eliminate the time factor and only deal with right now. The unconscious or the subconscious mind, it is it um is programmed to now, right? There's only now, there's no past, there's no future, there's only right now, right? And the choices and the decisions that we make from this point on will affect us and cause the uh you know the results for X, Y, and Z to happen down the line. Remember, every cause has an effect. So, visualize this coffee or a dollar or whatever it is, something small. Feel it in your in your astral hands, in your spirit's hands, right? In your in your mind's body, right? Remember an, a double U in your head, all with your imagination. Feel this object in your hand. Right. In both hands. Right. Drink the coffee. What does it taste like? What does it smell like? What does coffee sound like when you pour it into a cup? You probably can hear that. If I say if I say coffee pouring into a cup, you probably hear the sound. Right. So that's what's called clear audience or clear hearing. 
being able to hear spirits. You heard, you can hear the spirit of a cup of coffee. Because remember, all these images, all these forces are forms. Okay? So, feel this item, see this item, and imagine it coming to you in any way possible. There is no wrong answer. It's your imagination. Because the mind cannot tell the difference. Cannot tell the difference. So see the coffee falling from the sky into your lap, right? And you catching it. And you're like, yay, I got my coffee. At the same time, you want to feel the emotion of what it would be like once you require the coffee. So remember, we're programming the subconscious. So if you program your subconscious to say, I want money or I want coffee, the subconscious is going to accept the command of, oh, you want this want, right? Because a want is not a symbol, is not a, is not a definite thing. It's too broad. You understand? You're programming yourself to want the money versus to have the money or the item or the coffee. So feel the emotion of what it would be like once you acquire this this item that you're trying to manifest so see yourself happy and enjoying this uh this item now once you have done that for however long you can and i recommend at least five five to ten minutes five in the minimum once you have done that go do something else Forget completely about it. Go run down the street. Go ride a bike. Go talk to your friend on the phone. Drink a beer. Eat some pizza. Do something else that makes that allows you to stop thinking about what you just did. Don't think about the meditation. Don't think about is it going to work? Will it ever work? Magic's not real. Don't think about that. Because what that does is create a feeling of doubt. It creates the energy of doubt. And we're not, tr- we're not trying to manifest the energy of doubt. We're trying to manifest our item. So that is counterproductive to your ritual. You've essentially neutralized or basically made your ritual useless. When dealing with the subconscious, you have to remember it's unconscious. So you want to be unaware of whatever it is you just did because you've now given that program to your psyche. So, for example, if I am a chess player, everywhere I go, I'm going to see or be influenced by chess. If I see anything on TV, I'm going to probably think about chess in some way or or if you're a dancer every time you see someone on tv uh dancing or you hear music you're gonna that's what you're gonna think about so you have been programmed with this action right or with these thoughts so this is kind of the same idea and you don't you're not aware most of the time that you're probably thinking like that so that's the basic idea behind um programming 
the subconscious is that you want to be unaware that the magic is working because it will just present itself to you. It will just come out of nowhere. It will be synchronized. Remember, we talked about synchronicity in the another episode. Go listen to the synchronicity episode if you aren't sure what I'm talking about. But you will be able to magnetize or synchronize yourself with that frequency of the item of whatever it is you was you were thinking about. So it's not you're not just going to meditate and and visualize on a table in front of you and all of a sudden a cup of coffee steaming hot is going to materialize out of thin air. <laughs> that's not how magic works. If you think that's how magic works, you know, then I encourage you to listen to all these podcasts and get some understanding but what is more likely to happen however is that after i do my meditation and i go forget about it and i'm jogging down the street i see a sign on the uh, building that says free coffee every day right and you just like huh that's amazing it's miraculous it's almost like magic so we call it magic because it just helps us to identify it and and put it in uh its proper place to study it as a subject but truthfully it's probably more just the natural way our reality works remember the all is mind universe is mental so everything starts with a thought so this is a basic exercise or basic practice that you can begin to do and if it doesn't work try again until it works make it work remember though every cause has an effect so whatever you do will have an effect somewhere so don't feel discouraged science has your back this has been another episode star 47 podcast this is your host g i hope y'all enjoyed the content if you did go to star 47 brand.com check out our other episodes where we discuss topics such as this and others and leave a comment and a like and don't forget to share with your friends i encourage you all to study read a book and practice these techniques for yourself come up with your own techniques but don't be discouraged know that your path is unique to you till next time peace